Welcome back to The Risk Report. This is episode number 97, and today I am joined by a very special guest. He is an entrepreneur, a coach, a wordsmith, hip-hop artist, D. Grace. Write new rules, aka write new rules. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming here, bro. How was your Christmas? How was your holidays? Holidays are always probably the better time for a brother like me. I mean, I move too fast. I'm starting to slow down, but on my own terms. And uh, the holidays, I'm Macaulay Culkin most of the time. Home alone. Always. <laughs> yeah, that's my mom how always takes off, and my family's just a little dispersed. So. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just a good time to slow down, bro. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, you need those those moments of because uh, you know you can be like running, especially people in our field. Like we're trying to do so much. You know, you and I are very similar with the coaching and the teaching and um, the art and the art and what we want to achieve within ourselves. And um, so it's good to just take a take a second. You know, if it's not yourself, it's always good to have someone. If we're lucky enough, someone around that kind of points that out. That just yeah. slow it, slow it down. Most people point it out to me, and because I'm writing the rules, it's like I'm not trying to be defiant, but there's definitely other ways to go about getting the job done. Right. But yeah, no. How was your Christmas, brother? It was. It was all right, man. I I chilled here. I'm leaving tomorrow to go see family, so, so I'm I'm kind of gonna do it a little late. But uh, yeah, I had to I had to kick it. So that's real. Well, you say you're going to Old Town, right? Yeah, that's where you that's where you're from originally. Um, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, but yeah, I I went up to uh, Orlando when I was in middle school. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that song? El, pa- El Apagón. <laughs> that's it. I'm saying that completely wrong. I apologize if anybody's Puerto Rican <laughs> butchering right. this, but you know what song I'm talking about, right? No, nah. it's E L A P A G O N. It's a it's a, a bad bunny song. Bad bunny, you know that? You know that guy? It's a bad bunny song. I probably heard it. I don't really, I don't really know too much of uh, like the the songs of Bad Bunny. You don't nah. know too much, but bad but bunny. I hear, but I'm sure I oh, fucking you know hear. It. You know the song. Yeah. Okay, I about to say, wait, you're the Puerto Rican guy. I am a Puerto <laughs> Rican guy, but I do listen to <clears throat> different shit. That's good, but I'm you saying I, I mean? feel like I I know when well, I feel like I know I don't know what the hell he's saying, but I know I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's definitely um, blending. At least he's blending genres, you know, where it's not just trap, you know, Spanish rap, <clears throat> reggaeton. I like Took over. He's the biggest artist again. Ever. I think three years in a row. But ever though, like, and and that that fast that will be like writing new rules. That would be like. Oh, they, I don't know, man. He's nice. And I don't know if you grew up watching wrestling or liking or loving wrestling. Like no. I, I had every toy, every, like, the arena set up. I mm-hmm. had all of that. The little toys that had, like, the... Uh, they had, like, yeah, the, I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the actual like, ring and shit. Almost like, yeah. a, like a rock'em sock'em. Like, oh, Bad Money's a musician. It's like, yeah, but if he says he's in WWE and he's, like, a professional. Like, he trained them. And then I found that. Oh, out. Oh, is he doing that now? It's over already. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he and did I a season of it. out on the shop where he was sitting in the shop with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, hey, this man is moving. By the time he told me everything he was doing, I'm like, damn, I was still on your third single. Your second. Yeah, album. he's just doing. He's just doing things. Album. But yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I guess he, I'm tapped in with the Puerto Ricans by default. Uh, the coaching, like the two girls who basically set the trend. Mm-hmm. Um, both Puerto Ricans. So. Yeah, they love basketball. I mean, we love basketball. That's a they just got that drive. That's bro. one of our sports for sure. It's baseball and basketball. What about soccer? No. Soccer, not as much, man. It's not like okay. I'm sure there's some nasty Puerto Rican soccer players, yeah, but yeah. but you no, know, they right, don't no, play. Think about it. Yeah. We don't play. It's baseball. It's baseball and basketball. But we don't get tall enough, I think, for basketball. So, nah, but yes, yeah, so, but it's a couple of brothers who make it because I don't know if it's for like sure Napoleon syndrome or just like that. That Puerto Rican like dog. Like, yeah, that shit is different. Well, you know the Car- Caribbean islands, man. All the Caribbean islands, it's just a mix of people over time, mm-hmm. Spanish, mm-hmm. African, mm-hmm. and and yeah. 
what else and the indigenous of those islands so it's like that's a big mix but there's a a huge like african influence whether it's music entertainment sports so but what about for you if now that we're talking about like kind of young influences when you started making music was that it when you were younger or what was your first uh kind of uh, probably my first introduction yeah if you keep it at a thousand, it's probably where I can't remember. But if I had to like try to like pinpoint it, it would probably be like every younger black male growing up. Like when you're, mm. or honestly anybody, if you really had that sauce, when you cleaning, you have to be rocking the music. So Saturday morning when you wake up, whatever my dad was playing. My mom didn't really play music because she was always talking shit. So she didn't really played mm. music, or she she cleans every day, all day. So nice that type of vibe. But my yeah. dad's like me, so when. He, he set himself to clean. The Isley Brothers came on. Right. So it's just, it was a melting pot. I was, but I guess I was listening to the radio. So it was just mm-hmm. whenever 90s R&B really got like a hold on me. Yeah. So when like, now I guess like the best resonation, like kind of would be um, Chicks Tape 5, like how he went went about it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it might be a bad time for, to mention that guy, but like, <laughs> yeah. Either way, music is music. I don't got nothing to do with these brothers' personal lives. Yeah, no, no. I just I'm tapped into the artist, and I've been messing with that particular artist since uh, Wooden Beats when he was signed to uh, Sean Kingston. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean Tupac. I mean we can go as far as back, but as far as back I remember, probably Ti, Little Little Wine, easily. I mean if you my age. Yeah, I mean you can't you. He was the biggest thing. Early two thousands, mid two thousands. So. Lil Wayne, uh, 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 T.I. Honestly, Fabulous was cold, bro. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not from New York, but his swagger, he's bar for bar. Like, we talking about, again, we just talking about rapping. Like, right. So, um, those are people I can think of the top of my head. You know, if I had to sit down and probably make a list and then outcast easily, 103,000 is top tier. But that was childhood. So mm-hmm. now I just graduated from the same people and maybe you add like, a Kanye in, and then our age group is easily Wale, Big Sean, J. Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, so. yeah, and I'm sure those the the new wave is also inspired by that as well as what you just said. You so know, they like are, they are age, they pay it comes full circle. And then Rick Ross, easily. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget uh, the girl that I was trying to get back in the days, and I ended up getting her. But whatever, she used to ride with me home and. She's the, she's I guess she was from New York or whatever, but I mean, she was from here. But either way, like, um, she's like, yo, why you always playing Rick Ross? And I'm like, man, it's cold. Cold. This was this was a uh, this was a uh, port of Miami mm-hmm. this was the beginning, and then two years later it was like it was either Teflon Don. I think that's what it was back then. But either way, I was I never stopped playing him from his first CD. And now look at him. Mm-hmm. He signed the people that I thought was essentially I thought I was gonna be on that. Yeah. I feel like uh, what's his name took my spot, Rocky Fresh. <laughs> so that's uh i see that's like the lane that you've kind of grown up making music yeah. inspired by yeah i think i've made music ever since if i'm 32 i don't try to be cliche i've been making music since i was two years old but it's been, it's been a while bro it's like um um the the boys and girls club when macbooks first came out mm-hmm. like the clear Big MacBook where you can see inside, <laughs> and then they had the laptops right after that, and they had GarageBand. So we got a hold of what I got a hold of GarageBand. Like I was damn near disappeared at the Boys and Girls Club with the laptop, just trying to cook up before my mom came and got me. And mm-hmm. if I could get it emailed properly, then I had a beat to go home with. So, but yeah, I mean, we had MacBooks, so we took advantage of GarageBand. Me and my friends used to write together something like me you and like two other friends sit in the crib you know whatever we hanging out and doing and then all of a sudden it's like i get it we we only got eight bars and if you were i guess back then how they how i proceeded if you was good enough you got 16. So mm-hmm. i only i was working with eight so i had to yeah learn how to tell my story and just and eight bars <laughs> with four other brothers on yeah, the yeah 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 like, and the chorus was always better than everybody I, we had right one, uh, alex <laughs> best at courses he would lay down the hooks yeah but that's uh that's a part of it it's essential to have that especially with Mm hip-hop you know having a core group of guys whether it was like inspiring each other to freestyle or something something 
was motivating you guys to start writing, mm-hmm. recording it, and recording and spending just, the time to do it. Everybody had that time where they, if you didn't just rap, like Kendrick said, like you wasn't in the back of the seat rapping with your friends, if or you took the step to make your own song and listen to the music. And even if you right. didn't put it out, every I feel like everybody did that. So a lot of a lot of people have tried it for sure. Even when I was a kid, kid, I, now that I think back even further, damn, that shit really get get like that. But yeah, we used to we used to take the just for me tapes. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Um, no. we used to take the just for me tapes, like cassettes, like um, these were like tapes. I guess that came with like the hair products, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have to look this shit up, but long story short, take the tapes since they taught me how to, they came with like a little boombox, record over those on like a Fisher Price type vibe. But right. That was my first real, I guess, vibe of MCing because it was live and if, when the tape ran out, it was out. Mm-hmm. But then you would play it back. So yeah. I don't even, damn, that shit crazy. I don't, you got to look it up just for me. Just for me. You got to look tapes. it up, bro. You might look it up when we finish this for sure. Just wow. So you know, I'm not tripping, tripping. No, I, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I pictured it completely, just recording it like that. I mean, I was I'm a couple years younger than you, so my first uh, recording was using a phone, like a an old ass phone. Uh, maybe it was a razor. So it, it was something even before the razor. I, I have a feeling it was like just one, like one single Back unit. Then, it, it was like Nokia's. I don't know if they had voice recorders. Right. So then maybe it was a razor. Had some voice memo, I think. But it, no, nah, it was a different phone. Voice I know that. Yeah. But it was a knockoff voice flip memo. phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was some sort of re- recording thing I figured out. And I just fucking put it right to the speaker and I rapped this whole song that I wrote. I had to be maybe 13, dude. Yeah. So, you know, and it's crazy that we came up in a time where like, the technology just started changing nah, it completely. Kidding, yeah. Like you just said, we basically were like producing, editing. When we were recording, we wasn't producing properly, but we were Yeah, yeah, it was it was trash, but it was and it was knew, something. Thing, we knew it was trash, but we knew it was like because I wasn't putting my I wasn't giving nobody was hearing it, but I was still going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was putting it out dude. MySpace. There was the MySpace music. It was you know, in hindsight, probably not the best idea because no, I got a lot of shit for those no, first couple idea. songs. It's better to be. It's better to, now. Now is a good idea not to put your music out, even if, it, especially if it's trash, because social media is going to destroy you. Oh well, fuck it. them, fuck that. Yeah. I just put it out. To me, I think what's always kept me going is I see it more as a spiritual thing. So it's like for me, that's why I don't really give a shit too much about the social media, even though I know that's exactly what would i need to be a fucking successful artist like that but i also just do it just to put it out but i am working on that like right now i'm sitting on music do you really want to just put out music freely and if you gain from it it's cool are you you well that's where i'm at you know that's where i've starting up and first first when i was making music just made it just to make it did not think I'd be doing it 10 years later. Didn't think I'd be wanting to do anything with it at all. And then uh, as I got older, it started changing. And then I started putting it out around 19. I started making music again. Mm. And that's when I was like fully immersed in the vision, right? The vision of like, oh, I'm going to be this fucking big artist. I'm like really trying it. I'm, I was, dude, I would, make these mixtapes i'd do these things called high times and it was just freestyles over all these beats kind of like inspired by little wayne right take all the beats the popular beats and freestyle over it so it was still on the mixtape days and i I made i'd make these high times mixtapes i would fucking make cds right oh yeah, yeah i'd burn the cds i made like 20 songs i think just freestyled recording them into my computer put them out and uh, I would make the CDs, make the covers, and hand draw the covers. And I would take them out to fucking oh, yeah, places, dude. I mean, I was just fully, fully trying everything. SoundCloud, this is when SoundCloud was first coming up. And, and yeah, I got shows, and progressively would get kind of bigger and bigger. But then it just, I don't know. I, I think I never vibed with the... Uh, the social technological 
aspect yeah. of it, right? It was too like it was not real to me. The only thing real was the the music in a sense, like making it and then the actual interactions I'm having. And I think as I've gotten older, now I'm just at a point, you know, in the career and doing all these other things. And obviously I want to be a, a big artist, but it's like I just do it, man. I'm 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 blessed to be doing it right now. And blessed to be meeting people like you and going out and performing with fucking the musicians that we perform with. Matt Brown. (laughs) If they know, they know. You got a clout when you're Matt Brown. But no, I think it was the opposite for me. I think I was trying. I didn't even try to be a superstar. I think it was just more like, I'm good at this shit. So, like I said, yeah. like I felt like, oh, it's time to get signed. And I seen Rick Ross signing people. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm next. And then it's like, but did you really put in the work? No. I Mm. had like, it was a lot of like, Oh, I know I can, but it's like mm-hmm. mm, I don't know how. And then I felt like a lot of people were supposed to be supporting me, and that's what I was right. On, to be honest, right, and and they don't. You know, it's um. No one's ever gonna care. Until it's it's that care. ten years, bro. It's the people don't see the ten years it takes to fucking make something of yourself. They don't see the grind. They don't see. They just well, you don't have to take it down to ten years. Like, no, I'm trying to think. It might have been. Yeah. My first album was 11, 11, 11. Yeah. So things change, man. You know, things really do change yeah. um, over time. And and after a while, you do end up putting in the work, you know. By default. Was By it, default. Was it 10,000 hours? Yeah. To, to, to master something, to, to really. And that's when I feel like you first really just get in, sin. you know. Like, I feel like I just, I've been making music since I was a kid, dude. And I just now feel like I'm really honing a nice sound. Yeah, if we were counting, you probably hit fifteen thousand. But like you said, like it's spread out. So if it ain't, if we ain't locked in, I have a basketball, bro. I definitely did my ten thousand. Right, easily. Right, definitely on twenty five. And those are things that you know I feel like help us, you know, because they give us like a a mindset, a discipline. You know, with basketball, putting the time for basketball and then to now be a coach, you know, that's um, that's mastering it to the next degree to where now you teach the next generation. That's the most beautiful that's part. The only thing I lean towards, though. I used to put on my, I think I just took it off just because I put everything in like Legwood Christian. Shout out to Legwood Christian. You know what I'm saying? One time for the girls. But uh, I think I, I when I, I used to have, um, only heaven is far. That's the Wale bar. And um, leader of new school, because that's the best thing to be, bro. And I think that's why I do it. No one was, especially when we grew up, it was more like, yo, shut the fuck up and be tough. Like, mm-hmm. mm, how about be in tune with your emotions and tell your coach, like, you're not trying to hoop today. Because I always tell the girls, like, life first, basketball second. But also, the days that you don't want to go to work, please show up. Because mm-hmm. it's going to make you better when the time yeah. comes. So, and I tell them that from... When I didn't want to go to work, I showed up, but I didn't. I was not there. Mm-hmm. So you got to be there and be present. Or I always tell them too, you can come to practice and not practice, but like it's better to be there and just in the element. And also, like I'm showing up for y'all, but I don't got it today for me, type of thing. And then yeah. well, you can leave earlier. You can sit down. Or you can start and stop, or you can just not st- not start and then don't start in the beginning, but show up later. So I mean, yeah. Do you, bro? <laughs> sure. Just do you. I mean, I think it's good too, though, to have if if life, if there are things in life going on, I think it's good to have that outlet, that way to you know, because that them having to show up, even though they might not be feeling it, inevitably they're just gonna go play, or they're they're gonna fucking shoot around, or they're gonna do some layups and then it's just Im- immediately starts to change your your whole attitude your whatever you're thinking of you know i'm like i'm so blessed i just got done skating today i'm so blessed that i get to skate still you skate in gardens uh yeah i go to gardens i go to boynton a lot you know that park behind uh Palmer Girls high school yeah yeah that's where i've been going okay um, in yeah, that's where i live yeah west boynton um Closer to North West. Tree. It's at that high school. What's high school? Park Vista? I think that's what it's yeah, called. It's by the rec center. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I go there cool. and um No, oh, dude, I was I was there today. But you know, like if I didn't have that, man, fuck. Cause that is that helps me. You no, know, you just tapping in 
into your your artistry for for releasing. And then just like like people always tell you, like it's not good to be a jack of all trades. And I was always yeah not no. That's a bad way to look at it. it. The the one like wise part about it is that it's good to focus on that one thing. Like growing up, my dad was always telling me, "Hey man, you got a lot of things you really like to do. Focus on one. You you got you gotta you gotta make it with something. Yeah, right, right. But without these things, I wouldn't do the other. You know what I mean? And try. Maybe I put five. Maybe I put two thousand. Oh, I, 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 I do it naturally. So you know, like, I'll go skate a couple times a week. I'll come here. I'll make. I make beats almost every day. Make music. Don't always use it or write songs to it, but I just constantly work. Constantly create. I draw. Draw at least five, six times a day or six times a week. Is it over there? Like light. What do you put it on? Like a light. Yeah, so what I do is I I draw it in pencil first, sketch, you know, and that's like the more the rough. And then I go over a light box, put another paper over it, and that's where I do just the lines, the black lines yeah, with the looking, marker. I've been looking forward to those lately, and you might be the person that made me get a tattoo. I've always said once I hit 35, if I got zero, I'm not getting nothing. But I'm right. the weirdo to wait to like 34 and 360 days. Yeah. But I think if I get... Nah, I think it'll probably be my logo. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I think I if you if you um get something that means something to you, as long as it has meaning, I don't think you'll ever regret it. Yeah, but do you do you agree with once you start, you don't stop? No, nah, so many people have one tattoo or a couple tattoos. You know, um, I always wanted to have tattoos. So tattoos. my tattoos, yeah. Cool. Like when I was a kid, I. Knew I always wanted to be, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, or for some reason, I've always wanted like a symmetrical thing, you know, like I'm half right now, like half my left side is mostly tattooed. My legs are symmetrically tattooed, but my left side, left well, arm, I was, I was always you know, tattooed. I want a left leg sleeve and a right forearm sleeve. Mm-hmm. Or if I do my, if I, if I do end up doing my whole arm, I only want sleeves, that's why I won't get a tattoo because it's like. You gotta. I'm. I'm gonna sit there for six hours the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely get the from your shoulder to your bicep. No, I want to go. L forearm on the arm, and then like, basically, I guess shin to calf. But if I was starting, I'll probably be from the ankle to like the calf. So a half sleeve, half sleeves half on the sleeve, forearm and calf. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like bottom left, top right. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I mean. It's never too late to start, and uh, mm-hmm. like I said, if it's something that means something to you, it's worth having, you know. Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> before this podcast, I actually started. I had done a podcast that kind of got me into doing podcasts, mm-hmm. and it was called the pregame podcast. And so, what we would do is, I would have artists right before we go to a show like tonight, you know, and we would smoke, drink, and boom, just have a podcast and then go pregame and then go do our show, you know? So that's, tonight that's the, the yeah, yeah. Tonight's definitely bringing it back. I'll say less. Let me get my little Wayne on real quick. <laughs> um, so music, you said your first project was in on 11-11? 111111. Yes, sir. It's called Flight Preparation. And that was my version of Jacking for Beats, essentially. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne vibes. I think the first song was called The first song was called on um, 4 420 AM. Because I was always I've always been up and I've always been that's it's crazy. I've always been up. I've always been on that. Like I'm up. I'm up before y'all and I'm up past the time y'all on. Like sleep is for the weeks that only you know, but realistically, I do not believe in it. You're supposed to have eight hours of sleep. I think that's a facade. I think you need what you need, but I think five to six would be adequate rest. Sure. After six, or when your body wakes up, when you roll back over, you're bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's time to get up. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so what the body needs, bro. Back out, then you're good. But if you're sitting there so long, that you're like, I gotta go back to sleep. 
you could have been up. Huh. You could have you could have been up and then ten, you could have did a little thirty minute workout. You could have yep. just had some breakfast, or you could have read a book for that. Yeah, and that's my favorite part of waking up early is you have time to do shit. Like or people you have time to do nothing. Yeah. So then when it's time to do something, you don't feel rushed into I woke up. Exactly. You don't have to rush. You can kind of yeah. take your time into doing things. So like, you know, I wake up early and when I tell people I wake up at five and to be at work by seven thirty, they're like, What the fuck? What that mean you up that mean you up cooking, cleaning, and sweeping, you up. Yeah, I wake up at five, get up, you know, mm-hmm. brush my teeth, get ready, go to the gym, right. come back. Make breakfast, shower, <laughs> boom. What? What? By the time I get to work, I'm woken up. I'm good to go. Yeah. You know, I'm not like uh, fucking groggy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right when you wake up and just go to do something. So, you know, I try to um, ch- change the routine for for that. Like, if I'm waking up at five, then I know I shouldn't be out past eleven. You know. For what it's worth, but again, when it's time to pass out, where are you going to pass out? Again, you could probably go three days with oh, I've, hours I do it sleep. every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, <laughs> we go out, we do the, we do the shows. And then you hit 5 o'clock a.m.? And then sometimes, I mean, nah, I've been leaving earlier. I've been leaving like 11, 30, 12, 1 at the latest. But I mean, if it's one, bro, I gotta be up in four hours. That's not fun. So four hours. But if you are, that's the thing. You can't leave it. What you have to be unconscious. Yeah, but I've done it. I've done that for sure. Cause you know, you get out there and it's a vibe. You can't leave, bro. Shout out to Soul Fam. Shout out to Matt Brown, Soul Fam, all the gang, man. So when did you um, start getting in touch with Soul Fam? I know Matt. Uh, we gotta take a little break. About two minutes. Yeah, we had to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Roman, man. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to Writing the Rules, Roman the Stoic, Artistry, Soul Fam is what we was talking about. But yeah. yeah. Um, Matt Brown, I've known him since probably four or five years before I touched the mic in front of Matt Brown. But we played basketball at the record roll punk. Oh, right. Yeah, so but he nice. called it, bro. He called it basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that little realm was, but we all got very, but it's just the same thing. You put your, mm-hmm. you probably didn't put 10,000 hours in. We just, you just go to the rec every day. You wake up. Yeah. You don't got nothing better to do. You know that everybody's going to be there between 11 and 12. You got to be, be there first and run the court. And everybody has that culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. And you do what you enjoy. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're naturally going to go practice and spend more time doing what you enjoy mm-hmm. like at I, that time the kobe sixes came out and i didn't play basketball in high school at all i played football and lacrosse but like i said just something to do and i've always been a, a really decent athlete but no i'm a really good athlete about that but uh <laughs> but at that time the kobe six came out i feel like them shoes had something in them bro i don't know what the hell was going on but if you look it up probably i think they're still the most worn shoes that particular shoe the kobe six it was a snake skin. I've always been like opposed to snakes because I don't like that whole snake mentality. I'm I'm not, I don't know, even even like young thug and all them right now. Like, I never really understood like representing yourself with a snake. But whatever. Um, but those shoes had snake skin on. They were the first time like there was a low cut basketball shoe. And you even had like, I guess I look at it weird because I'm like, you had you had the the big men wearing it, but like all NBA players are big men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm looking at like my homeboys who are power fours and centers are trying to trying. To, no, they're wearing them, but they were supportive, bro. And I felt like I was walking. I had either four. I have four or five pairs of the same shoe, bro. And I wear that Champs Foot Locker and all that growing up. So that was too easy to get yeah. discounted shoes. Yeah. Well, the the technology changes, you know, and as people as the sport evolves, so do the shoes, man. And I feel like that's the first time I understood that there's that word in particular technology in footwear. oh in footwear dude. um skateboarding bro is big mm-hmm. big into shoe technology they're constantly coming out with new shoe technology and then you got vans that kind of found their technology and stuck with that you so know vans are the ideal skateboard shoe um or sb dunks what would you prefer i prefer vans sb dunks is the 
hype beast skateboard shoe? I mean, you know, Nike's Nike's have always been good. So Nike's in the nineties, people were wearing those dunks and skating with them because they found out that back in the nineties there weren't that really that many skate shoes. Skate shoes like you know, yeah, you just wear fucking shoes. You know what I mean? And so, but for a long time, it was always Converse, uh, Nikes, you know, just like bigger shoes or high top shoes. What is the significance of a fat tongue on a skateboard? There was something, it was just like in the, in the 2000s, man, that everything got really big, wide, wide. like the shoes were huge, bro, like puffed. No. The Heelys were big as shit. Yeah, yeah. That was just the, it was the look, but it was also that technology at that time. It was to keep your feet fucking padded. And then it's crazy how skating influences pop culture. Because what they were wearing, they were just wearing baggy shit, you know? They were wearing what the the 2000 era's hip-hop was wearing. So baggy shit was for what, though? To protect yourself? Nah, that's just because they're in the streets all day, bro. Wearing their regular street they were just fucking yeah. yeah they were just wearing their clothes bro and then you you know you had different there was there was some rocker there's always been like rockers in skateboarding like a grungy style punk style and then the like kind of hip-hop the modern stuff now you know where it's like a pretty defined look but it's crazy that those two sports, skating and basketball, and then the other sports too, but no, skating and they're constantly are, changing the the, the street culture, vibe, the, the game of the shoes. Mm-hmm. Like Allen Iverson and Tony Hawk. What other shoe? What other shoe companies have like pro models? You know, basketball has pro models, and skating has pro models. But yeah, the Nikes, yeah, people would just wear them. Like, what black black skaters? Like that became a that Big. became shh, that became a. What's his boy name? Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, I gotta know this. Is this Najee? Not no, Nija. Nija Houston. Nija oh, Houston. That brother, I don't know nothing about him, but he was always the coolest person because yeah. he was doing something different. Yeah, he's insane, dude. He's insane. Yeah, I remember that. Right. So I was watching Fuel, and he was obviously a star. But I used to, I used to wait for it. I was the, I was the black kid that was too white, and the white mm. kid that was too black. So yeah, we were coming up in a different time too. It was like changing. I lived um, in Royal Palm and hung out in Wellington, and I went to school in like uh, uh, Roosevelt Middle School, so mm. Daniel Tamron and yeah. Palm Beach Gardens. I see. All lived in Royal Palm. Everywhere. Wow. But I appreciate that because I'm probably, that's probably why I'm able to mingle with people like from all walks of life for literally, sure literally all walks of life yeah i mean that's that's what it is to live bro is to be able to communicate and and find your way through life and navigate through this fucking crazy thing this is crazy and it definitely helps with just what we do with music you know it's constantly meeting people and constantly kind of like you you find inspiration through all of this you know yeah, i think you're right though it's adapting to anybody Cause like okay like tonight, hullabaloo. People pay attention by default. You feel like naturally people are gonna be quiet when it's your turn. As civil, no. You can have a whole conversation going on in the background. Oh yeah, there ain't no there ain't no band. Yeah, it's just me, you, and Matt, or you and yeah. Matt, and his. Well, Matt is a one man band. We yeah, Matt Brown. <laughs> but Matt is a one man brand band, so you might have a whole and they don't give a damn about the music. They there for their beer and their dogs and yeah. their vibes. Yeah. They they're literally talking over you, but and you you can yeah. either control it or let it control you. Yeah, with that place, I just I tune them out. As you should. You know what I mean? Like with it's that place, practice. I don't even care that there's people talking there. To there, like that place to me feels like a going to the garage to to practice two songs with Matt. That's Matt the way I go into that place. Yeah. So I could give a fu- uh, shit, you know. But there are times <laughs> when there are like you'll see an artist go up. And then they do just get everyone shutting, shutting the fuck up. It's great. That that's good I to see. I those moments sometimes, but there's times where I I don't. No, that like, place is just not the place. You know, not yeah. the place for that. No, but it, 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 you do. It is good to try to engage, or you know, you hey, like I said, like hey, I'm gonna need y'all to shut the hell up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, or I'll do like I I make sure that they understand why we're there. But it does give Matt Brown his flowers. But I I guess it like. I noticed that a lot of artists do that. They 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 do the feedback thing, and I've never right. been. Like, hey man, say what I say when I yeah, say. Yeah, me neither. Say. I can't do that. But, but you do have great uh, 
with your stage presence, you do have a good feedback because, you know, like last time, last week I saw you perform and you were involving every member of the band in a different way that other people don't, you know, where some people do that, where they call out the, the crowd or maybe they get the crowd involved and they say this and then they'll say that or or they talk to them in a certain way. But with you, it was like you were kind of talking to the crowd, but not really. You were just performing and involving every single member of the band to do their thing. Because they don't get to do their thing. It's an open mic, but it's not an open stage. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Super weird. And then like even like both masks, like to me, honestly, and this is maybe this is my problem, but I don't give a fuck. They're better than me. So oh yeah. Like what the hell am Why I? Why not utilize it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matt goes falsetto and plays. They're piano. so good. The other Matt plays he can go. He dropped the loop. First of all, he's looping. I mean you had him freestyling last week. He never does that. I, bro, the for Matt to freestyle, that's why I'm like, okay, yeah. Now we're now we're tapping in, but it's becoming Hullabaloo is Hullabaloo, Sullabaloo, whole fam, soul fam. It's becoming more of that. It's becoming more of civil, and civil's becoming more of hullabaloo in the sense of like we have to perform to to gain the crowd. At hullabaloo is more like it's the fan wearing this little tight little little hole in the wall. We got the band rocking. If if you paying attention on commanders, you gotta stop. Mm -hmm. I mean, people do. When you, when you people perform, go you there to out, watch us every week. And that's I, the I that's such a beautiful that. thing too, man. When when the when we when it shows that there's people that are fans there, and it's just as important, I think, for those people to be out. And I let them know there's well, there's one girl that's been coming out, and she just supports us, man. Like every time I see her, huge smile on her face. Go up to the bar, always chat with her, mm -hmm. but she's there to support, dude. Always yeah, comes. Yeah, sure, show me her. I don't I don't see those people. I feel like they're there. I yeah. know they're there, but I don't. I guess I haven't been able to. Yeah, there's just them. certain people I've been seeing. They come out weekly, yeah. or sometimes I'll see them out at Maybe another bar. And then we are. I I always kind of yeah for people. sure, but but we need the there's something to the listener too, you know, like people enjoy listening to music. You know, some people do, some people don't. Some people just like listen to music but don't really listen. You know, like a person that's, that's there hearing us that's and that. hearing our talent, seeing that. Mm -hmm. Like they're getting the show every week. They're getting what I what I see every week. Like, oh fuck, man, great artists, right? No, but no, that's real. That's real. They definitely get that. I don't know, man. We we definitely onto something. Even with like the opp like I'm getting the opportunity to do the MC thing at a uh LVNDR. The lounge on oh, oh lavender yeah well, yeah, so yeah that's the thing i was like is it lavender he was like lbndr dude but oh to, uh he said is it tomorrow that's or thursday. thursday but he was specifically saying that he um they enjoyed the soul fam crowd like I, I yeah that they're great people dude the shout out to lavender the the people uh, on the spot up in northwood yes. um wonderful family great vibe bro that, bro, place, that place is, is sick you you crazy. went to uh cleo's show there yes. yeah and so so you already know you guys when you guys when you were there we want to keep bringing you guys yeah around. no they love that vibe because there is something like you just said there is something going on here with this this group of artists That's and right. it's a movement i i really do firmly believe it's a an artistic movement that's happening in the area with these certain individuals and and Skull, it's palpable people Skull can feel it Sunfest. i feel like that's another testament to matt brown what he can do or what he provides but either way like i've known Skull since he first legitimately started rapping and we just the same vibes of what we talk about like how you know it's natural like the whole kendrick backseat freestyle like mm -hmm. that's if that's not what's going on and that it just it wasn't for you, but he was right. already doing stuff like that back in the day. But yeah. That's how I met Skull. And I always appreciated Skull because he's able to truly be himself, even when that shit was super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Most people can't do that, but most people are going to try to be a chameleon to, to save their face. And I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that. Even when it was obvious that it was hard to do that, I think he's still like, that's why I've always told him, I respect you for being able to. 
hold it down. And then I yeah. feel like he, I feel like it's Matt Brown gave us the platform, but he he elevated uh, Hullabaloop on his little like promo run. Yeah, so I don't I don't use the word little. Well, he's he's yeah. got yeah, he's very proactive. He's very prolific with that. He got a great aspect. work ethic in music, especially for somebody who, to be honest, as good as he is in music, I think he's ten times better at videography. Yeah, I think he's so sick with that. But even I told him that it doesn't matter. He wants to do music, so that's what he's gonna do. Yeah, he's winning now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> period. Yeah, I think he's what he's got a show right on um up in South Carolina, right? South Carolina, yeah. The 31st. Shout out Scott. We got a podcast together we did, so which episode is he? Pretty recent. I think it was not uh, maybe 90 or 89, 87. I'm gonna have to slide back for one. Yo, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try and do I'm going to try and knock out like three more. This one's 97, so I'm going to try and knock out three more before the new year. Three more, and then if we have three people on the last one. Yeah, that'd be sick. Something something different for us. Mm-hmm. You got to write new rules for one Honda. Mm. And you can do I got to write new rules. Is it 100 total or 100 in new, this year? It'll be 100 this year. So I think within a year and a half of doing it, two years of doing it. Yeah. Congratulations, man. This is this is nice, bro. I appreciate I like, it. Like, like I said, I like the humble abode. I like the, am I saying that properly? Humble abode. Yeah. Humble I like the. You painted these, I'm sure. Yeah, I painted most of those boards. Yeah, you know, I got the vibe going. The yeah, guests definitely dig the vibe. The vibe yeah. <laughs> this fucking view. The Kanjo. Kanjo. You know the Kanjo <laughs> is, and you definitely in tune. <laughs> yeah. So what's next, bro? What do you what do you got planned next? So, twenty twenty two is uh seven days. We're seven days and it's over, right? What day we on? No, this should over in four days. Damn, that's yeah. where I'm at mentally. Yeah, we're almost done. So, um, I feel like I've been working on my quote unquote New Year's resolution for about a solid ninety to probably a hundred days going in, like just staying stickler to it. Um. You'll be the first to know, like I guess publicly, but for the first time in like three years, I got a, a job, a job. I got a job outside of a remote job I had, but um, I quit Apple in 2019 on Christmas. That was my gift to myself after working there for four years. Um, best job I've ever had. The at that point it was like the biggest achievement ever. So, um, but now I'm starting a little job, just really just something low key, just to keep my to show me some stability because I've mm-hmm. been all over the place. I've been so gung-ho on writing new rules and doing it my way and i've done it so now i got the job at late with christian so i'm going to coach that's most important to me that's always been most important i tell all my friends i tell anybody like we hanging out we doing this we doing that but i'm going to practice bro i don't give a damn what y'all got going on i gotta make it back to the girl right um i got five freshmen shout out to them i got a little fat five so we gonna we gonna go at this for all four years and God willing, I get you know some offers or opportunities just like them. I'm I'm approaching it just like them. After four years, I should be able to have the option to go to college. So um, it's never to really leave anybody behind. But we all got our own goals. And yeah, uh, my my last coach, Cassandra Raman, she taught me this very very early. Like there'll always be that one kid you want to stay behind for. And she's in year 24, 25. So clearly. How many kids has she stayed behind for and done you know right. looked out for? But basketball is always first. But the season, unfortunately, will probably end before I want it to be, which is in the final game. So, um, but the, either way, um, it'll be over in about forty days from now, uh, Valentine's Day, which is what I tell every kid and every senior. So, if you if they hear this or anybody's listening, like if you're a senior. At this point, you got to look at it like after the Christmas break, you got 30 days if you're an athlete, especially if you're specifically a basketball player. You got 30 days to get this shit over with, mm-hmm. get the job done, or it's done. And mm-hmm. you can, there's always ways, there's always, but right now is the moment to lock in and do what the hell you got to do. So we got about 30, 40 days. Um, and then right after that, uh, the date will be, and again, this, I guess, is another exclusive, whatever you want to call it, but you ask them questions so you get answers. The date will be February 3rd. 2023 because i'm a very weird about numbers i don't stub- study numerology or nothing like that but i know that that stuff i know the mean shit like I, when i took a video recently um it was it was 11 11 on the screen 
So I had to make sure I got that. I hope I got that. But um, so two, three, two, three. This is my, this is the year of the GOAT to me. Number 23 is the best number from Michael Jordan, LeBron James, whoever your GOAT is. Um, it's basically the first and the second GOAT. That's just how that goes. But um, I always been, I like the number 23 and who doesn't? But I'm also 32 in the year uh, 2023. So the numbers are flipping just like I, I said, 11, 11, 11. So I know there's something going on. Sure. And then you're talking about basketball players. It's my magic year. I mean, it's my magic age in my Jordan year. So again, something's going on and I'm going to make sure I tap in. And if I miss, I miss. But you got to shoot. So, and then after that, it's just continuing to push the net, the, the brand, the, 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 uh, the credo, which is, challenge the culture, change the narrative, whatever realm I'm in, I'm trying to do that. And again, it's not to, to, to spite anybody or try to shit on anybody. It's just, again, there's just other ways and don't tell somebody they're wrong for doing it their way, especially if they were right. right? When right. we grew up as kids, it was always sit down and shut the fuck up. Sure. You do what your parents say, you listen, you don't really have a mm-hmm. voice. And if you try to have an opinion, you're being disrespectful. That wasn't cool. But we look at us now, like, we had tough love and we made it through, but we also like are emotionally intelligent. So yeah. yeah, but like our our generation is probably one of the better ones. But I feel like it's also on us to fix this shit, bro. One hundred percent. Or or our kids are gonna go backwards again. So it's really yeah. on us to like we're in tune with all the whether it be shrooms or uh, marijuana or you know just experimenting. Some of that shit is not good for you, and some everything is not for everybody, but. We're, again, you just try, bro. Whatever you do, if, whether it be basketball, writing, drawing, I'm going to try. And mm-hmm. if I, I can't say I didn't try. Right. Because we are going to either live or be alive. Like I'm trying to be like living. Like, I'm trying to be out here. Bro. Yeah. You want? You know? You have purpose within you. You got that drive. I don't know and... what the true purpose is, but I feel like use your voice. Mm-hmm. coaching music say something yeah <laughs> that's it yeah i mean that's what we're here for man we, you know we're here now like you said you can either live or just be alive but within that time at the end of the day we're gonna die bro so we gotta we might as like the whole human race is you know us knowing anything is from some uh, some person talking it down and talking it down and talking and writing about it and creating and inspiring and that's what constantly keeps going man so you know the the voice is is not just the voice it's like a way of communicating through all these different things that you're able to do and that's what we're here for man i, I was going to ask the last thing was any advice to or young artists or people that are you know following their path whether it be whatever it is that they like to do what what would your advice to them be just that though make sure you use your voice because when it's all said and done right now you're recording this so like you said when it's all said and done whenever that is i feel like i'm gonna touch at least 100 plus oh yeah but um just use your voice. I told her, I, that's why I coaching girls basketball. I mean, as men, we know that we can say what we want, when we want, how we want, and a girl doesn't have that option. Mm. Now more than ever. Now more than for ever. Sure, for sure. They should keep going. So, but that's like, that wasn't an option for our, for our mothers. Hell no. And the, the people before them, oh, and then in other cultures, like women have to cover up, look down, like, mm-hmm. but again, just use your voice, male, female, whatever you are. Wanna, and you know, it's a new world. Whatever you want to identify as, use your voice. Speak up. Because if you don't give, if you don't try to get what you want and you take what they give you, it, it could be the worst thing, especially for a female, bro. So just use your voice. Um, I don't I don't really like TikTok, but I see something on TikTok. And I really, like you were saying, You've seen it before, but it's like, I think it's, it's definitely inside. Like, we're souls. We're all in tune. Like, that's why we vibe. Like, you can feel it, bro. I don't know you like that, to be honest. But we cool as shit, bro. Like, we also feel like, damn, this man more like me than, like, we do the exact same shit. Hmm. Outside of, like, you draw and I coach girls basketball. But it's damn, like you said, damn near the same. You was, I'm a substitute. You're a real teacher. Like, <laughs> whatever that means. But it's all the same, bro. We all got the same ideas. We just happen to align and 
try, bro. Mm-hmm. That's why we found each other, bro. You try. Yeah. Just try. Yeah, that's it. You know, you're just going in through this journey and you do this shit and you just meet these people, man. It's and uh that would be my advice too with with you know, having a voice and also just having the voice but also listening. You know, being able to listen to others and and kind of be inspired by others and motivated by others because a lot of what we do is also motivated by that you know not just yourself but what you got to get done for others you know i'm glad you said that because that would be the thing i would take heed to the most and that's probably why that's how we're coming to an end here but uh i need to do a better job at listening because even though i am right nine let's go with 7.5 out of 10 times (laughs) It doesn't matter. I should have still listened to that person, let them finish, and then say, hmm, I knew I was right. Instead yeah. of like maybe cutting them off or, you know, they, you never really know what you were going to get and let you let yeah. them tell you. Yeah, you got to be able to like take in all the all the information there and then make it either say something or make a decision on what to say or not say anything at all. Sometimes people say stupid shit and it's just like silence is key you know what i mean i gotta get better on using my silence as a weapon because i was good at that for a long time but now i feel like i speak up because i used to be silent and it got me mm. like i told you it get you what people give you so yeah yeah to be right <laughs> right right so but yeah, I, yeah it's about finding that balance man and every day's every day is a new challenge a new obstacle you have to see it you know like people your new year's resolution is every single day mm-hmm. you have a, it's a new day it's a new minute every minute you should basically go 12, 12 hours by 12 hours, but you should keep trying, bro. Start over. It's a fresh start every day. You don't have to wait till January right. 1st. For me, it's Mondays. Like, I love Mondays. I don't hate Mondays, them. yeah. I love them. Like, so it's the start a, of the week. start of the week. We all getting back in. Most people are going at it with the approach of, I hate it. So I'm out here with a big smile. Like, I'm already ahead of you because you don't want to be here today. Mm-hmm. You really want to stay in the crib, but you should just stay in the crib, bro. Yeah, yeah, people do, bro. People don't use that option, bro. It's very, you know, this is, uh, we're in Florida, man. We're by the beach. Motherfuckers are chilling, dude. Some people don't start their day till like 10 o'clock. It's insane. People use COVID to actually stay home when they're sick. That is sick, bro. Don't come around. But now it's like, that's that's how society's built, though. Like, you got to go to work, fake sick just to get to go back home. And you might have been, you might have contaminated the entire office. Yeah, for for to to prove to everybody that you were sick, or you know, the other thing is, <coughs> yeah, man, I'm, I feel terrible. Even when you actually feel well, terrible, you, you know, gotta put on another voice. You remember, yeah. Well, you well, if you really sound like shit, like you sound like shit. If you if, but you, you still feel like even shit. in your heart, like tried to sound like even more sick. Sure, <laughs> yeah, like make sure he. Yeah, heard. I I very rarely take off work. You know, very rare. But that's what makes me dependable there and, and well-liked and well-received, I think, is that I'm I'm reliable. I don't think Always. You're, also, you're intelligent enough to not show up sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. They, they definitely don't want you, like, hella sick, sounding like shit. Right. But anyways, bro, we should get out there soon. We got to get outside. We got to yeah, get out there. I mentioned this TikTok because it was talking oh, yeah. about these uh, the way, like, we're connected on, like, a, a spiritual level and... Basically, the way they say, like, when you hear somebody say, like, oh, I, like, I've always felt this way. See, I'm getting, like, the chills saying this. But um, people say, like, oh, I'm getting a download. Like, that's as real as it gets, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a connection because our Wi-Fi signal might, maybe not, if it's four bars, maybe we're on three. But, like, it means something, bro. So, I feel like, if like you just said, if everybody stay in tune, pay attention to energy, pay attention to, like, the signs, whatever the signs is, it's right. not weird. There's no such thing as a coincidence. No. That happened for a reason. It's signs weird. are real. Come on, man. It's not the road signs sometimes tell you when you when you ride in and you hear a certain word in the song and in the lines, like that was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you seen that dude that you're supposed to see or that girl you're supposed to see, or you was thinking about something and your homeboy said, Hey, you think about the color pink and your homeboy said, Man, I, I love these pink shoes, right? So you was thinking about it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, man. I think as human beings, you know, whatever we are, with all this electrons and shit fl- flying through our brains, we are totally tapping into things all the time. And, and bringing over trauma from our other people. Yeah, other, sure. Whoever brought us here first. But I think the the things that we do are great 
tools and to being able to tap into certain wavelengths and and the better we get at them the more we master it like everything else you know then then the more attuned you are to seeing those signs and to like doing it like tonight when we go there we're just tapping in bro we're all tapping in together and and that frequency on my fridays and saturdays for sure 100 percent. and i feel like what we're saying the biggest message is no matter how you slice it Whatever you got going on, just pay attention. Just pay attention, bro. So I guess if I had to say two words, to pay attention. <laughs> but I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Hey, pay I appreciate attention. you coming over and doing the podcast. Where can the people find you at? At Writing the Rules. And my new wave is up underscore a story, which Siri gave me that nickname, but you'll figure out that story later. Again, shout out to Roman Stoic. Shout out to Roman the poet, Roman the artist, Roman the man, Roman the human being, bro. You are a beautiful soul, bro. And I'm glad that we can say that now, like without feeling like, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Men can be I men and it, still show emotion, and for women sure, can, women should be able to use their voice. Shout yeah. out to you, bro. I appreciate it, man. That's why I do these podcasts because I I love having people like you on and all these great wonderful artists that I get to meet and getting your perspective. And that's why I love having this podcast is to being able to, you know, hear your voice and get your voice out there and, um, and just, yeah, getting to share these experiences, man. Thank you. No, bro. You're appreciated, bro. Things like this don't go unnoticed. And if they do, then I'm going to make sure that I do my part to make sure they don't. Yeah, I'll put it out. You'll share Just like it. Like I say, Matt People Brown. People will fuck with it. Motherfucker Roman is through it, Hey, man. shout out Matt Brown. I know he's been listening to the podcast. Shout out to everybody that's been tuning in this past two years, I guess, now. Um, we're going to mark it down on the 100th episode soon. But, yeah, dude. Shout out to everyone that supports because they do fucking support. Um, all right, D. Grace. Yeah, Peace out, motherfuckers. Stoic, man. Episode 97 was just like that. No, no, no. Yeah. Only the yeah. flash yeah. shit.
takes time Don't let them rain on your parade They can shade your sunshine You should know they gon' hate in the first place Stand firm, ten toes, run your own race Yeah, we writing the rules Only the flyest